right t jones and the 90 day flambe welcome back to the 90 day flambe that's what we call it over here and we call it flambe why because it's hot and we put the heat to these couples butts to their backsides that's right unless last episode's no different and we got some heat to administer t jones that's who i am i am a k1er if anybody forgot that i did go through the k1 process and I signed that affidavit of support that everybody gets wrong when they talk about it. I wish people would quit talking about it or at least get it right when they talk about it. But apparently nobody likes to study up on that, at least before they talk about it. They just like to talk about it when they don't know what they're talking about. I signed the thing. So if you want to know what it's about, you know, you might want to, you know, give me a holler. Anyway, uh, Gino and... Uh, Jazzerific, uh, Miss High Maintenance, and they're back in Panama City, or as Gino says, Panama, 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 tomato, tomato, potato, potato, anyway, 650k, hey, Gino, oh, man, now I see why, do we all see why he's interested in getting a prenup, now, this is a case where a prenup is, uh, uh, you know, that you might want to look at a prenup. <laughs> uh, again, Michigan's a, a equitable asset distribution state. So again, you know the judge can do what they want with the prenup, but they're going to split things as they see uh, as being equitable. Uh, okay, so um, she's telling Gino how she, how ma high maintenance she's going to be for God's sakes. I mean, good lord, you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to come into my place in Michigan and I'm going to, you know, it's I'm not just going to put my stamp on it. I'm going to put my ass all over it. And she's going to mark her territory when she gets to whatever wherever house they're going to live in. It ain't his house. It's all her, man. I mean, it's like what, what money? I know and she she obviously he told her about the 650k. Not sure she'd be talking so forward like this. Say, yeah, you got to support me now, and my three jobs ain't even, um, you know, putting a dent in what I owe down here. So I need you, Gino, and I need some of that 650k. I know you can do it. Well, now we know how she knows how he can do it, and he's over there thinking, shit, man, I don't want to touch that. She knows this, but she don't care, man. She's, I shouldn't. I wish I didn't tell her that. I should have waited till prenup time to tell her that then i would have had that as a carrot you know now i don't have a carrot or a damn stick i just have her fucking ride my ass wanting me to pay shit like she's like Jimena wanting what's his name to pay for everything now she's getting like that and the, and the prenup again you know for you people and especially the ladies out there getting mad once again, I went over this, you know, a couple episodes ago. A prenup, what it really is, is an opportunity for one to prove that they are in it for love and not money. Sign the thing if you're really in it for the love and not the money. If the money is not on your mind, 
then sign the darn prenup, okay? And then you start fresh, the two of you, and you build your wealth together. You can't go in thinking you're going to get, you know, half of what he has built for himself without you ever being around before you even met. That ain't fair. You're talking about it ain't fair to you if he don't pay for you now. Well, it ain't fair to him for you to be expecting any of that, you know, fucking uh, money that he... Uh, built for himself before you were even were in the picture. You had nothing to do with him building any of that. He built that before you were around. So, you know, hands off, lady, ladies. Sign the thing if you're in it for the love and not the money. And you sign in that. It sure proves to me that you're in it for the love and not the money. So, you know, what's the problem? Don't you trust me? Well, trust has got nothing to do with this. This is proven to me that you love me and not my wallet. Okay, uh, so yeah, he's got, he's over there just hoping and wishing, you know. But he's got high hopes, he's got high hopes, he's got high apple pie in the sky. Yeah, he does, the old Gino, he's a hoper over there, <laughs> a hoper and a moper. I don't know, he's probably going to be doing just as much moping as he is hoping. I'm not sure what's worse, hoping and against uh, hope or just moping for moping's sake. <laughs> he's a good moper, especially with his hat. He ought to try putting his hat on backwards. Try that look, Gino. Put your hat on backwards. And she's all, yeah, you know, you really, you know, you piss me off, Gino. When you get, when you make me mad, you know, I just want to go into the fucking kitchen and open that fucking uh, utensil drawer and, you know, grab a knife. I couldn't have done anything wrong. I'm a good boy. What did I even do this week? Yeah, what'd you even fucking do? You didn't do a damn thing, lady. You just fucking, you know, went in there and fucking asserted yourself. But you're going to go back into that kitchen when you, every time you get pissed off. Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna cut you into little pieces. Yeah, well, those Latina girls, I heard they're pretty good with the fucking knives, but then here I marry a Filipino and they're, I hear they're classified as a deadly weapon if they have a knife in their hand and are within 20 feet of a cop. <laughs> Talk about death by cop. There you go. <laughs> Come on, wise up over there, Jasmine. Quit talking and thinking about the money. It's all t thinking, talk about the love, man. Get with us some love over there, honey. Come on. Alrighty then, and now we come over to Pussy Boy and Jimena. Uh, picking up where we left off with the Colombian Olympic Trials. Uh, as we sprint around the block, it's a new event. You know, it's an experimental event. Mike, you know, he volunteered to give it a give it a go, see what kind of a time he could post. Well, the cameraman could probably post a better time, even lugging that 100 pounds worth of equipment. Can't imagine following his ass around. Imagine the block he went around there. That must have been pretty interesting in and of itself. But, you know, she just wants to be happy. And can't imagine. Man, you can imagine living with this guy, people. Come on, I'm the one that has to sleep with him, okay? Don't remember. Don't forget that, people. I, I'm the one that has to go to bed with this stinky guy. Yeah, my kids would have been better off. You know, for the time being, but you know that ain't the whole game here. I'm part of this too. You know, again, I got to sleep with them, so don't come at me over here. I want to be happy, also. Okay, 
What did I do wrong? I everything she wanted me to fix, I tried to change and fix. Well, what's wrong? What did I do wrong? Well, idiot, that's the first thing you did wrong, along with every damn thing else you're doing. <laughs> you're do yeah, you're doing everything wrong. Well, we can just start right there. That's le that could be just lesson number one, Mike. Don't try to change. Don't let them try to change you. Okay, that that doesn't doesn't happen. People don't just change. Okay, it's like trying to tell a glacier to stop and go the other direction. All right, just quit it over there, Mike. But it's just you know lesson number one in the thousand or so lessons you got to learn when it comes to the game of love. You're just starting at this game of love and you don't know a damn thing. And now all these things are hitting you and you don't know, you know what the hell to do or what to think. And you're all confused. Next thing we know, you're running around a fucking dark alley in some Colombian town you don't know. <laughs> uh, so just you know, cool your jets, Mike. Fucking reassess. You know, you're, this one ain't going to work. You know, she doesn't even want you in the damn house, dude. <laughs> Let me stay. Let me stay. Mike, Mike. All right, she go. doesn't want you to. <laughs> yeah, see? They're telling you, she doesn't want you in the house, man. So just stop it over there with the, I want to stay. Let me stay, please. Por favor, have sex with me, please. Let me stay, please. One more night. I just want to say goodbye to your family. Yeah, he just wants he just wants that one more attempt to try to get maybe the family to, to work on her ass and, and win her over that way. He's trying everything he can possibly think of, but and, ex, instead of just uh, figuring out what the fucking deal is and getting the hell out. You know, he just hasn't learned it yet. You know, even the sister told Jimena that. He says, you know, this is his first, you know, lady he's ever had in his life. And he doesn't know how to be in a relationship. But yeah, he's he's pissing me off. Okay, sis? I mean, I'm the one, I'm the fucking guinea pig over here, you know? So I'm I just not interested in the guy. I mean, he's just a fucking, you know, he's, I, this is getting out of control. And now sit down, reflect, and backtrack. To those whack from my past to past trash, whack bad who say that. Yeah, you're a cast out, all right, Mike. And she's casting you out, Mike. But you just can't get the message. I'm not sure why. You can't hear. You can't process anything in his brain because this is still all freaking new to him. So now he's going to the money. Ah, uh, this is just all about money. Well, you know, you're 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 half right. Yeah, you're starting to come around a little bit. You got a long way to go. But you know, rule number one: don't never fall in love with a stripper. Okay, don't you know start right there mike okay you know it's hurtful and sad and sh she don't feel the same oh poor baby well don't fall for a stripper man they'll date you all day long as long as you're paying dude that's fine you'll, you'll whip out that wallet they'll hang out with you you know that's their job they put a smile on her face try to make you feel good shit she can't even do she can't even do that mike if you're going to spend money on the, on the women for company, at least get one that's going to smile and try to, you know, you know, prop you up a little bit. Shit, she's, all she's doing is fucking hammering your ass and you fucking can't even fucking understand. I don't know, man. I, you know, you're just, you're a deaf son of a bitch. And I, I just, you know, it starts with an L, right? You know, it starts with an L, right? I mean, God damn, man, stop it over there, Mike. I don't know what the hell you're doing. You're a loser, period. Oh, can I, can, can, can I, I'll stay at the hotel and can I come back and say bye? Uh, no. You know, and then he gets, then he gets indignant and he brings up the, so what are you going to do for a job? Now he's going to shame her for the very thing that he, that attracted him to her. 
the cam job, the webcamming stuff. Oh, you're going to go back to webcamming, that adult uh, industry thing, huh? You're going to go back to that, huh? Oh, really, you loser? When that's how he fucking uh, got attracted to her, it was webcamming with her. Everybody knows, but here they are talking on it, talking about it on the show. That surprised me, didn't it, folks? Were you surprised about them talking about that? You know, we thought that we didn't think that would come out on the show. It came—I mean, it came out other ways, but it came out on the show. So then, then she, hey, I have something for you. He, oh, really? Huh? What? What do you got for me there, honey? And <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking uh, get your rings here. Take these and shove them up your ass. Oh well, why don't you just put them away for when we make up? and have that hot makeup sex, you know, and I, you know, we can just slide these back on your finger while we're slipping and sliding. What do you say, baby? Uh, no. Take these, and like I said, shove them up your ass. Well, you realize you're giving away and turn your back on the best thing you ever could have had. <laughs> Mike, you might want to try stand-up now because now you're just fucking cracking me up over here. <laughs> The sister, she's uh, sits him down and breathe, Mike, breathe, okay. And she starts explaining things to him, you know. And uh, dude, you need to read the room, or better yet, read her and get a clue of what she's trying to put out to you and start arguing with her, okay? I'm tired of fucking you arguing with my sister over here. What's the matter with you? Oh, no, breathe. Okay, now settle down, Mike. That's all right. Breathe, okay, just breathe. All right, but, you know, I mean, it was just that you, you and were so nice to me and mom and dad were so nice to me you know and everybody was just so nice and the kids you know i bonded with the kids and everybody was so and you sister you you're all so nice to me i mean and the sister's sit, sitting over there like it's clear that you're angry that you're feeling quite low that feeling's called losing so pack your shit and go yeah mike <laughs> pack it up buddy pick up a new hobby like knitting or banjo call your favorite hooker just pack your shit and go. Yeah, call a hooker. Start a cable network. Try talk radio. There's an opening at Limbaugh. But you gotta pack your shit and go. Because you treated your job like a reality show. Well, now it's been canceled, so pack your shit and go. <laughs> well, I, yeah, okay, Bill Maher. You, 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 I'll agree with you on that one. Mike, pack your shit and go, okay? They don't want you there anymore, all right? Bye-bye. Okay, and here we are on the shore side with Ben and Malgany, and he's sitting there moping, hoping she's going to show up, and hey, wouldn't you know, here comes Miss Heels, strolling down the old uh, beach, coming down the old ramp, and they meet, and you know, and he he's happy, and he starts in with the old apologies, so um, Oh, I'm sorry I wasn't thinking about you. Oh, I'm so sorry that I stood you up. And I'm sorry that I stood up your parents. Oh, he didn't stand up his parents for starters, okay? We can just put that to bed. Of course, he didn't know they were going to be there. He wasn't making a date with them as much as he wanted to talk to them. This is his way to get to them. This wasn't the meeting with them. He was going to meet with her and have her ask them for a meeting, okay? So he didn't stand parents up okay but yeah they want to put the screws to them and throw that in there 
fine. He stood everybody up. So he pulls out a teddy bear. Oh, God, teddy bear. Oh, gosh. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, here we go with the fake shit. Like I said last week about the uh, flowers and the candy. I should have thrown the teddy bears in there. and didn't even cross my mind because I don't do this shit, you know. So he fake shit. Easiest thing to fake, people. Ladies, talking to you. So he pulls out the teddy bear and with the fake apology and uh, oh, she she kind of buys it, at least on the surface. And she's going to buy it for now and see where it goes. And well, it was like you didn't care, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she, you know, she forgives him after he pulls out the teddy bear, you know, and oh boy, that he loves that. It just sets his heart just soaring, you know. Soar like a bird. Set me free, baby. Fly like an eagle over there, Ben. Uh, put wings, pin some wings on that heart of yours, and go jump off a cliff and see how good you can fly. Okay, that's about uh, that's about how much uh, this love is worth that you have going on here. So let's just see if you can fly, buddy. You think your heart's fine, but it's not. It's just gonna, you know, crash and burn like it always does with this girl. But oh, I love you, man. I love you. You know, I mean, no, and she's oh, I'm so confused. What you're, you what yeah confuso confuso <laughs> and he goes in man they just lock it up and oh god I thought he was gonna inhale her for a second I was starting to get worried about the girl I mean I thought she was gonna like disappear and she's kind of trying not really trying to hug him she's hanging on to the teddy bear and got one that arm kind of halfway around him while the left hand is on his chest ready to push him away and some kind of a judo self-defense kind of move or something you know i think she's been trained that you know if his tongue gets a little too far down my throat i just push his ass off you know so she's ready to do that kind of a in uh, you know uh, kind of a something that's been uh, planted in her in her mindset to just have that left hand ready to push you know so he he he's uh he's digging the kiss oh i've never kissed a girl like this before what how many kids do you have what, what kind of okay i'm not even sure if i want to go there anyway he says he's never kissed a girl like that boy and that oh boy that kind of set him soaring in a different way i wonder what about what about her man Okay, well, okay, well, they seem to enjoy the little uh, lip lock that they had there. He sure as hell did, man. He, he took, you know how he took it, man. He took that as basically a marriage proposal and an acceptance and the honeymoon all in one fell swoop. And uh, but then they sit down and that takes them, what, five seconds to piss her off again? He starts interrogating her. He's got to settle up this past thing where, you know, he, he came clean on his, you know, little uh, white lies and shit. Now he feels that, you know, the score is a little imbalanced here and he, she needs to own up to her things that she wasn't totally particularly honest about. And so he starts grilling her about it and oh boy. You can see it on her face, man. I mean, talk about zero to a hundred. Oh, God, you could just see 
her get livid on her face, but she was keeping her cool, man. It was like, I'm so mad now. I, I'm too mad to yell, you know? Yeah, go ahead. Keep talking over there, you know? And he can't even see. He couldn't even see it. You could, I could see it on her face. It was obvious, man. And he couldn't. He had no fucking. He just kept on pushing and pushing. And uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe he was trying out for that soap opera because it sure turned into one, man. She got up, put her coat on, and fucking she was out of there, man. He's like, Duh, which way did she go? Which way did she go? And now it's time for little boy Blue Hamza in Memphis. And the wedding is right around the corner, folks. I mean, hours away. They are going for it. You know, the ladies are all, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about over there, man. They don't mess around over the Hyatt's house. It's Hyatt time, baby. It's marriage time. And they're just whooping it up. And uh, uh, Memphis is getting her hair done. So... She's getting prepared herself, you know, and uh, they got a, a a stylist in there and she's in the chair and getting her hair done, kind of busy with that. And mom's over on her left side, uh, brings in a plate, of, a plate of lamb liver. Oh, yeah, baby. Now, I, was this a tradition that was going on, a custom that Hyatt was... A traditional thing, you ought to eat the lamb liver. That's what it appeared. I'm not sure. I maybe I should have watched that part again. But man, I, I, uh, man, she, she put. I guess she put it in her mouth. I, I wouldn't have been able to, cause man, cause uh, liver. You put liver in my mouth. I, I can chew it and chew it and chew it, and put the taste aside, which to me is just horrid. I can't stand it. It's like a. Uh, old leather that's been bleached, uh, but it, I chew it and it, I can't swallow it, man. It's like it doesn't break down in my mouth. It's, you break it down initially and then it just stays the same consistency. There's like a liver pate now and just swirling around in my mouth and, uh, you know, and swirling around my taste buds and basically killing my taste buds. And, you know, the only way I could swallow the shit is just have to drink you know, water or whatever, juice or whatever, and just wash it down. Of course, my mom was a terrible cook, and one of her worst dishes was liver and onions. And she would cook the hell out of that liver, and she'd overcook the onions and throw that on my plate. Oh, God, I hated that, man. I mean, God, don't, Mom, hello. I I'm telling you, I can't stand it. I really do. Oh dear, tell me about it, man. I haven't ate, haven't even looked at liver since I was living at home. Uh, yeah, liver and onions. My God, a nightmare if there ever was. I never, she's over there chewing on liver and you can see her just chewing it and chewing it. Same thing I was going through. It was like a flashback watching her chew and chew and chew. I'm going, yeah, that's what happens to me. Chew and chew and chew. And I'm like, fuck, man, how do you, how do you fucking, oh God, you gotta be kidding me. No, no, no. It's like, it's like, uh (laughs) 
I can't get it. I need to go about three more octaves higher, but my old vocal cords just won't let me do it. Anyway, uh, we see Dad for the first time. Man, did he look like Hamsa, or did Hamsa look like Dad? I wish I wish he could have took his mask off, but I tell you, the eyes, boy, you could see Hamsa there. That was definitely Hamsa's papa. But it's good to see Papa, and he was all low-key. They didn't even try to interview him. I wonder if they asked him, hey, you want to go on camera there over here, uh, do a talking head? And he probably said, fuck you. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, uh, the wedding is coming, and sh Memphis has some news. Oh, God, here we go again. Enough with the announcements or the... Things I gotta tell him. Oh, I don't know how he's gonna react. Yeah, another one of these things where you don't know how the how you're gonna react. So they set it up all like that, like it's something gonna be really bad. Oh, jeez, the freaking wheeze. What are we talking about over here? Oh my god. What? Say what? What's it doing to you? Huh? Baby? Who's baby? My baby? Oh, God. What's going through you, baby? Uh, a baby? You're having my baby? Oh, she's going to have my baby? Oh, God, here we go. So, yeah, we just get married fast. <laughs> All right. So, they're going to get married, and uh, she's going to have a baby, and... Yeah, I guess the rumors that we heard out there were true, that they're uh, with child... Uh, uh, after the birth, <laughs> so, I don't know if anybody's seen any pictures, but he's probably a cute little shit, you know, I mean, that's what I'm predicting, a good-looking kid, all right, all right, and down the straightaway, we come to the checkered plague with Miss Kimbali and Usman, oh man, it's a cry fest on the way to the airport, tell me about it, cry of your river honey good lord she's uh just losing it and uh you can see the cab driver he's kind of kind of looking back there without really looking back there he's you can see on his face like what the hell is going on with this woman oh this is why they set all these cameras up in my van and they're paying me for like an extra hour of my time because it took that long to put the cameras up. And she's over here having a fucking hissy fit in my van. God damn it. Don't don't leave any stains back there, okay, you guys? And uh, incidentally, uh, she's been online recently because she's embarrassed that now that these episodes have aired. <laughs> like she wasn't there when it happened and she didn't realize how bad she was looking. Now she realized how bad she's looking and... <laughs> I don't know if she's was apologizing for it or trying to mitigate it. Obviously, she's trying to mitigate it. But, yeah, she's embarrassed about all this shit. And she was looking pretty pretty lame there for a long time, Kim. You got to admit. And there you are online now admitting it. <laughs> I mean, you can't – you can say it's a bad edit all you want. But, man, that thing, you know, was going to be bad no matter how they cut it. All right, honey? So, you know, she's – She's out of control in the back of the van. She's all... No, she ain't saying goodbye. No, she ain't saying goodbye to 
him or anybody, man. She's just, uh, it'll live in her heart forever. But then she don't know if she's going to see him again, even though they're talking about her coming to Nigeria and meeting Mama and all that. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a sec. I think he's just going to move on. I don't know why he would keep her around. I mean, shit. Anyway, he, I'm sure he's glad that this day of departure has arrived. Because, you know, she is getting pretty annoying. and he, All the things that he, all the groveling he's had to do and chase her around like a puppy dog and follow her around and capitulate and apologize and compromise i mean it was endless with her man and just like his buddies are saying dude you're gonna be apologizing and explaining all the time for everything so uh, you know i hope you get good at it because in well you know husbands do tend to get good at that at, over time we learn some of us are slower than others but we we learn eventually unless you're mike then he don't he'll never learn a goddamn thing <laughs> But Kimberly, she's still working on it, you know. She's she's still trying. She's just trying to get to the airport in one piece without her heart breaking in two. And yeah, but at least I got the yummy last night. And the yummy was good, you know. And that's it, it's good for me. It'll, it, it, you know, it'll do me for the next time we see each other. You too, right? I mean, and you you know what that was? You know, that was her saying. You better not be uh, sliding in anybody else's DMs over there or any. Sliding into anybody in any way, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, here's the lady that was telling her good friends at the beginning of the season how, oh, I'm going to let him, if he wants, have um, uh, multiple wives, you know, wives other than me. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you're real okay with that, Kim. You ain't no any more okay with that than you're jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, okay? And she looked like hell, man. Couldn't she at least fucking done her face up before she headed to the airport? I mean, she does have to get on the plane, and there's going to be a lot of people there. You know what I mean? God, she looks like, I don't know, she she wasn't looking too good to me. Anyway, but, you know, and they they get to the airport, and she's just trying to hold it together, you know? Because on a jet plane Don't know I'll be back again Even On a jet plane I don't know when I'll be back Don't again. come back Even On a jet plane I don't, don't know when I'll be back again Oh, right. Okay, so much for East Side Story. Uh, <laughs> she's, uh... She don't know what the hell is going to happen with them. We don't know what the hell is going to happen with them. You know, uh, are you going to kiss on the lips to say goodbye? Yes. No. Uh, yes. No. Uh, he's going, man, that's PDA, man. We're not going to be doing no PDA, even though he was kissing her on the lips on, just earlier on that episode. So when they made up, he kissed her on the lips right there on camera for all the world to see. So it's PDA, whether we see it on the screen or see it in person, it's pretty public, okay, there, Usman. So stop it over that. And Kim, stop it with the bad attitude, okay? Just get on the plane, say bye-bye, and it's about time to say that, ain't it? You know, it's time to say goodbye over here. T. Jones is about ready to say goodbye over here, and let's just get ready to say goodbye over here. That's just what we're going to be doing over here. We're going to push it on out of here and say goodbye to everybody. 
and uh, we had a good time. Thanks for joining T. Jones at the 90-day flambe. Get your feet back, kicking back around the fire and putting some heat to these dumb people over here. So everybody, I'm signing off. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, chauvinism is not dead.